Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. What up? How we doing? We're good. Good. We're good. Um, I'm currently eating some sour skittles. Yeah, you're so. eating some sour skittles. I've not had sour skittles in forever. So my lips are going to be slapping. You're going to have for a some minute. Uh, you're going to have some acid reflux. <laughs> I know. I the other day during work, I wanted skittles so bad. Yeah. And so it was like a lull. And so I it's like 3 p.m. here in Nashville when I go to do this. Just trying to go down the street, you know. Yeah. Of course I get there's a train, so I can't get through. So I'm like, okay, well now I have to go to the Walgreens that is terrifying. But then I couldn't even get there because the traffic was so bad. So I stopped at this, like, gas station. And as I'm, like, paying for the Skittles, the guy's, like, the guy, like, pay, like at the cashier's, like, oh, yeah, all the pumps are not working. and All the gas pumps? It was, like, there was gas, but the, the computer system, like, was down. And so it's just these people just standing out there. And so he's, like, running back and forth trying to, like, take their money to pay and, like, and it, like, wouldn't let them leave because, like, it yeah. like it wouldn't take their payment or whatever. But, yeah, anyway, it was an ordeal. But I got two packs of Skittles, and I downed the one pack. It was the berry, the purple package, and now I'm on the sour. So, yes, Huge. acid reflux will ensue. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, boy. Well, let's see. The last <laughs> episode we had, Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, Good episode there. I'm glad he got over his Dolly Parton encounter. Me too. That was one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, that was hysterical. And um, uh, what else has been going on? It's finally getting warm. It the is. Sun's, the sun's shining a lot. So mm-hmm. spring is upon us and allergies are also heavy. <laughs> heavy this year. I... Um, I was at the pool yesterday for the first time this season, and it was magnificent. Yeah. Like, it was great, but yes, also can't breathe. So that puts a damper on things. But um, there's a little tidbit of knowledge here. Thank thank you to our mother. Yes. And a man that is a client of her company. But... He was saying that he's lived in, like, he's, like, 80, and he's lived in Nashville basically his whole life. And he was saying that there's three different trees that bloom in the summer. And before each one, or in the spring, early summer. Um, but, like, right before every, each one of these trees bloom, the weather gets cool. Mm. So, like, today when we're recording this, it's, like, 60. It's, like, very nice. But, like, yesterday it was, like, 80 three or something so it's pretty warm but it like there's a lull in the temperature and that means that these trees are blooming got it and got it i am the most allergic to trees so that this why the season's really bad for me but once the last one blooms like i'm pretty much okay so it's crazy i didn't know that fact but now it definitely makes sense but that does mm-hmm um, yeah, I, I didn't. I don't. I haven't really noticed it in past years. But I was working out the other day, and um, I got done, and my throat was just like 
I felt like I couldn't breathe through my mouth. Like it closes up. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I know you're supposed to breathe through your nose, which <laughs> was easier, but <clears throat> you know, when you're when your heart rate's elevated, sometimes it's tough to just go through your nose. And I was just like, I won't do it into the mic, but I was just like hacking and mm-hmm. hacking and felt like I couldn't open my throat. It was it was tough. No, I feel that I had to get off like the treadmill three times at the place I work out to like pick boogers out of my nose. Yeah, naturally. And it's just like I did not have those when I got here. But the fact that I start breathing like hard and then yeah, the throat every time. Mm. I'm like, I can't even catch my breath. Like it's, it's horrible. Worse. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, this is a very um this is a very impromptu episode. It is. So um we are just gonna uh <laughs> Go into some <laughs> random topics. So there's. It was not- kind of like just pick your own. It was it like was. a buffet of like topics. <laughs> yeah. What's what's your plate? You have. I think Aaron has as a main course. <laughs> time slips. Time slips. One of the show's favorite topics. Yes, I just love it. And I'm just gonna go into some Irish folklore because mm-hmm. I was trying to find stories about leprechauns, but I couldn't get to them, and so. Um, We'll just go into general Irish folklore. Yep. Yeah. Um, and for how impromptu this is, is he asked me three, di- like, he offered three different times that I could do this. And yes. we ended up circling back to the original time just 30 minutes later. That's so right. That's right. We're here now. We're here. Um, I'm booked and busy. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> so the reason when we were just, like, pick your own topic, whatever. This one, I've always liked them, but I... I watched this like series on YouTube called The Y Files, and the guy on there did an episode. I have no idea how recent it was, but it was about locations where you like like somewhere where it should be full of people, but it isn't. Mm. I can't remember the name of Interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. I really cannot remember the name, but there's a term for it, and. Some of these time slips like have people slip into locations that are like this. So, but it's it's very unsettling for human beings because like a mall should be full of people, or you should see people walking around a movie theater. So, I will start with one that is exactly that. So. This is about an empty hotel in Santa Monica. That's the title of the Reddit post. But it says, this happened a few years ago, but my husband and I still talk about it. If he hadn't been there, I would have sworn it was a dream. My husband and I were walking around on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. We decided to stop for a drink at the Lowe's Hotel and soak in the ocean view. Sounds lovely. It does. Yeah. Wish I was doing that. (laughs) Um, We walk up to the hotel and didn't notice much until we walk inside. When we walked into the hotel, the entire hotel was empty. Nobody was there. No one behind the counters. No one in the lobby. Not a soul. But it also had a weird buzz as those people had just been there. For example, she says, there were papers on the counters, cups on the tables. We walked inside through the restaurant, outside by the pool. Still no one. We walked back inside through the lobby. We probably spent about five to 10 minutes there and didn't see a person. When we left because it was so creepy, Back on the street, everything was normal. People walking by, traffic, etc. No idea what that was caught, what that was that caused no one to be there. 
It was like the Truman Show where you go off the script and they don't have the actors ready. Would love any thoughts on what you think happened. A few notes. <laughs> My favorite part. We were totally sober. Didn't get that drink, she says. Perhaps people could have been evacuated, but the likely spot would have been for at least some of the people to be in the street in front of the hotel, but they didn't see anyone. But so they think they, like, went to a different point in time or something. Yeah, I mean, for something to be that completely empty. I know, it's so weird. They came back, though? Huh? They came back? No. They just walked through it to the patio where they were going to sit to have a drink and then back through it to and the street. And then when they came back to the street, there were people? On the street, but they couldn't, like, see inside the hotel. Hmm. But she, they were like, well, if there was not there, but there was like stuff on the tables, like people just like got up and left it there. So I don't know. That is weird. There's a Stephen King book, and I think they made it into a movie about about this group of people on an airplane, and they fly through this storm and mm-hmm. end up going back in time. Okay. To the empty airport. Oh. But there's these creatures uh-huh. that were basically eating up time and so they could only stay there for a certain amount of time otherwise they would basically disappear because these creatures would eat up the timeline Stephen King shit is Stephen King's mind is just Uh insane but yeah they were eating up the time so then once they figured out that they were like not in present time they had Uh to try and fly back to the present right so that's what they ended up doing yeah, that's but weird. Very, very creepy. But the, the airport was, there was no one there. That's uh-huh. why it was so weird for them. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the, the story, the video that I had watched about something similar to this was, it was like a girl had walked through like her closet or something. It was somewhere in her house or her apartment or something. Okay. And it led her into an abandoned mall. Whoa. And, but it was like, she was the only one who could see it, apparently, so like, she could have been lying for sure, but like, mm-hmm. it, that's what it sounds like, like, why is that there? And like, are you dreaming, or like, like this girl said, she's like, if my husband wasn't there, I probably thought it was a dream, yeah. but, hmm. weird. Um, this one is, I feel like a little more relatable and funny. So this girl goes, I brought, or I bought a brand new Kia Telluride last year. I keep tweezers in my car because you can't beat that natural light. And I mean, amen. I mean, that's facts. <laughs> that's facts. Yeah. Um, I'd only had my car for about a week. I was holding my tweezers. I made a right hand turn and accidentally sliced a large chunk out of the back of the steering wheel. <laughs> Devastation in all caps. Yes. I couldn't believe I'd been so foolish. (laughs) And then she goes, as my fingers wrapped around my steering wheel, I would notice the slash every single time I drove my car for the past year. It was probably about a quarter inch long. It was a deep cut, very obvious and noticeable. Until last week, I was driving and noticed the slash is gone. When I got home, I peered around the steering wheel. It's completely smooth now. It's as if there was never a cut. I'm so confused. Every person who had driven my car had commented on it. What? Huh? I don't know. Like, it just fixed itself. It, like, repaired itself. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that that is a strange... 
It's uh-huh. like that. Um, that reminds me. Have you seen that clip of the woman that slices the lemon? And it's on like a video camera. Okay. So she was working in like the, a kitchen of uh-huh. like a coffee shop or a restaurant. Uh-huh. And she slices this lemon in half, goes over to like clean off the knife or yeah. something, comes back. The lemon looks like it's still one lemon, not slit in half. Uh-uh. And she looks up at the camera. <laughs> and she looks up at the camera and is just baffled. Is she like recording it? Uh, it's like a security camera. Oh. The security camera's like on everyone working in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And yeah, she looks up at the camera and looks down at the lemon and just is like, what? And I was, and um, I don't know. My take is like, oh, well, maybe like, because she had just cut a lemon before that. Right. It's kind of like an assembly line thing. So I was like, oh, maybe she like pushed the knife down, but like didn't get all the way through the lemon. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. that's happened to me, you know, you slice oh, yeah. an apple and then you go take it and like the bottom's still connected. Yep. Um,. But it looks like she cuts it all the way through. It's a very weird video. It was circulating on TikTok, I think, like a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. Um, That kind of sounds similar. It's like... Yeah. It just came back together. I don't know. That sounds like a Matrix thing to me, Aaron. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, she said car glitch. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. But a guy also commented on it and said that like he had gotten rear-ended. And then the next day, he woke up. Because he was going to like put a claim, like submit a claim... And the, the dent was gone, and the paint fixed itself. And he said, cars seem to be able to heal themselves. It's so weird. <laughs> That's strange. I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. Wish my windshield would heal itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, we, if it's glitching, yeah. fix Eric's windshield. The Matrix could save me insurance <laughs> money. <laughs> it would be easier for everyone. Man, oh. we, you know what we need to do? We need to do, like, a medical miracle episode where we talk about like self-healing or like because i have this crazy thing today this guy was saying that like um he has come across people that have cured cancer by liver detoxing wow yeah i know and then this have you heard of this guy joe dispenza joe Dispenza. no i don't know exactly what he's into but it's um it has to do with like um like I think like mindfulness and intention and like focusing your thoughts on healing your body. Mm-hmm. So like maybe you're trying to like heal inflammation, I don't know, in your knee or something. Mm-hmm. Can you like and I'm I'm probably not on spot with exactly what he's talking about, but it has something to do with like can you focus your thoughts to certain places on your body? And oh, by doing mm-hmm. so, your your cells because everything's connected, your cells automatically help cure certain illnesses. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to do it. Well, the medical community would hate that. Yeah, they would, right? So we should do that, though. Yeah. All right, I got one more that's kind of long, and then throw it over to you. Sounds good. Um, All right, it says, it just says, title's another weird substitution. Okay. So, hmm. I feel like this could maybe be a time thing, but he says it happened to me years ago where I was introduced to someone as Nick, the nephew of some friends, a vegetarian musician lawyer. Sounds like he lives here. (laughs) Um, We had a nice chat at a gathering. I went to another one, was told that's their nephew Nick there, and it was a totally different person, looks wise, same details, 
checked all the boxes, so musician, lawyer, vegetarian. Um, everything was the same of what he knew about Nick, yet he was not even close to the same dude. I said hello throughout the course of the evening, and it was clear he'd never met me. Plus, very different personality. First Nick was a pudgy, blue-eyed self. I don't think I've ever seen the ING version of that word. What is it? F I think it's efficacy, but... Self-efficacy? Eff yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a mis... Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's hard to pronounce. Yeah, I was like... Um, but he said he was shy. Second was arrogant, with dark brown eyes, dark skin. They are Lebanese and Greek. Different hair color and texture, not the same guy. And there's only one nephew Nick in that family, let alone not two vegetarian lawyers who are, in, who are frontmen and lead vocalists in a band. Okay, whatever. Shit happens. <laughs> um, and then he goes, happened again yesterday with a different person, a woman this time. My friend's beloved aunt died in like 2017 or so. I attended the memorial and seated next to me was a woman who introduced herself as Dina Saccone, good friend of my friend's family and mom of a fellow classmate of the friend. Um, his name, classmate of my friend, Kathy and me. His name was Teddy and he'd been my first little crush in first grade. Okay, there were only a few minutes till the memorial started, but we chatted a bit. I introduced myself, asked after Teddy, told, told her to tell him hello from me, etc. I remember thinking how young she looked, barely older than Kathy and me, and of all, and of all things, she was wearing a miniskirt at a memorial. Oh well, not a super formal family. She looked good. Flash forward to yesterday, Another memorial, this one for Kathy's mom. Dina Saccone was one of her best friends, and Kathy mentioned Dina would, of course, be there. I made a mental note to say hello since we had a little conversation at the Ants Memorial. I was standing looking at the beautiful and elaborate slideshow Kathy put together for the service. A very outgoing lady about the age of my mom stood next to me, and she was commenting on the old-timey pictures. She was a hoot. I introduced myself, and she said, Hi, I'm Dina, Dina Saccone. People! It was not the same lady. What? <laughs> this lady, A, looked nothing like the first Dina. <laughs> Two, even if she bore any resemblance whatsoever, no way could anyone just, nor anyone just normally age that much in five or six years. It was a different lady. One comment she made was interesting. She said, Kathy's uncle Greg was very conservative, so I used to shock him by showing up in my miniskirt. WTF. The first Dina wore one, the second one happens to mention one. I don't know, y'all. My high school geometry, this is the best part. Amazing. My high school geometry teacher would go off on these tangents about the implications of higher math, verging into philosophy, and if he got too far up in the clouds, he'd shake his head and say, ah, I'd rather drink beer. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's wow. freaky. What? I know. Two different times, two different people. And the same situation happened. Same situation. And it's weird, like, the second time they meet the person, like, the first guy was like, oh, his, like, features made more sense. The second time? Yes, because he was like, he's dark and, like, brown-eyed, and he said the family's Lebanese. So, like, that makes sense, that he'd but be darker. But the first time they weren't 
looking like Lebanese or whatever. Right. The guy was like lighter skinned and like blue eyes. But the second time he matched. And then this lady, the second time she mentioned the miniskirt. So it's like. That's creepy. Yeah. Ooh, that kind of gives me chills, <laughs> honestly. I know. Like, what? Damn. But I'm definitely going to go read this entire thread later, so. Yeah, that is, wow, that is an interesting, that's got me thinking. What's, and I'm like, has that ever happened to you? Like, have you experienced similar I, situations? Well, I know I've not experienced anything like that, but I know there's a term called walk-ins. Okay. Where, like, um, someone, like, has some sort of event that's happened to them, and then they wake up, mm -hmm. and they're, like, a completely different person. Like, another, like, a, like a spirit has jumped in their body mm -hmm. when their other spirit left. Okay. But I've not, that's a weird one. Mm -hmm. That's a weird one. Kind of makes me think, a, like, aliens or, like, doppelganger, but, but they didn't look alike. Right. It was just the name. And, like, the, who, like... They're there because they are that person. Yeah, they're the name, but they look completely different. Like, no one's like, why is Dina here? Yeah. Like, everyone knows why she's there, because she's related. It'd be like if I... It'd be like if I met you, mm -hmm. but you had, like... But you were, like, 5'3". And, and blonde. Had, blonde and had, like, long hair. So I am the opposite <laughs> yeah, of that. Exactly. But yes. Yeah. Exactly, like, yeah, that's just so weird. And I've only experienced things where I know that I have met someone before. Like, they are like, obviously, this is like, oh, it's the first time I'm meeting you. Yeah. But in my, I'm like, I have met you before. Yeah. And they're like, no. But I think that happens to everyone. I think that does happen to everyone. But, some, I've also had things where I know somebody told me something. <laughs> and then I go to ask them about it, and they're like, no, it's. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. that, that's a weird one. I remember when we were young, I had a I had a a goalkeeper coach, and I think Dad was with me. He we were convinced this guy <laughs> was having a kid and moving to Idaho, okay, or something Montana, something like that, like leaving where we grew mm -hmm. up. And then I remember Dad asking him about it, and he was like, uh, "No, no, I'm not." Not That's doing. weird. Yeah, it was, I remember being like, wait. What? Hold on. <laughs> I know we talked about this. That is weird. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the mind just playing tricks or you hear something else and associate it with someone mm -hmm. else. I don't know. It's it's weird. For sure. Also, I don't think it helps that nowadays we have so much thing so many things we have to intake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like work, social life, um, Random people we encounter, just, you know, yeah. I don't think that helps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a thread. Uh, turns out the leprechaun thread was not, not too great. There were oh, no. not good stories. So we're going to talk about spooky experiences overseas. Okay. And we might go into cryptid encounters. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we usually end up. So... Uh -huh. I don't know how good these are or how not good they are, so we're just gonna we're just gonna jump in. Okay, this says um, originally from the states. I've had a lot of spooky things happen there. Reddit threads are not the easiest to read, so if I pause, <laughs> just bear with me. I've had a lot more spooky things happen there than in Europe, where I live now. I talked to other American friends about it, and they've had similar experiences. 
our theory on it is that Americans seem very into spooky things, and so they experience them a lot more. All of our European friends have never dealt with spooky things, lived in haunted houses, had things visit follow them, nor do they seem to know anyone younger than their grandparents who have had spooky experiences. That being said, I've never checked out haunted places in the UK. This says, like, I don't know, like, P.S. Actually remembered something weird that happened in the U.K. when visiting a friend there, but it's super small. We were walking along a coast and found an abandoned house on a cliff. We didn't go in it. Just didn't seem safe. Probably a good call. Smart move. Smart move. But we were very drawn to it. Personally, I had this need to go into the house, but my brain won and quickly walked away. That night, we all had nightmares that involved warped, ver- warped versions of our childhood homes and running away from slash chasing something. My husband's nightmare was him chasing a little girl, uh-huh. and my nightmare was running away from a little girl. Bro, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up because she caught me. <laughs> no, <laughs> ew. I, ew, I know, right? As I that gave me chills. As me too, I, I didn't like that. As I laid in bed, calming down from my nightmare, I heard what sounded like a little girl giggling coming from my husband's side of the bed. <gasps> so I woke him up. <laughs> we did not go back to sleep that night. Wow. I'd be like, turn every light on. Wow. Yeah, flip those night lights on. Yeah. Shit. I'd turn the TV on. Like, fuck that. Oh my God. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that was a good one to start out with. <laughs> I mean, that came was, in hot with that one. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then, last paragraph. Wow. Yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> that's a weird one. That is a weird that one. That is a very weird one. I don't really have nightmares. Uh-huh. I rarely do. My only nightmare recently have been these coyotes outside my window. <laughs> that is a nightmare. It, it sounds like a nightmare. Especially when you're me. on some... Some CBD. Some CBD. Yeah. Some really potent CBD. Legal legal levels of THC. Microdose. The coyotes get yeah. vivid. They do. They do. Um, yeah, that's... Ugh. Ugh. That's just ick. That's I, ick. I did have some very vivid dreams last night. Really? Yeah. I slept like a baby. I think it was all the gin I drank. Yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol mess up your sleep. Yeah. Okay, this is a longer one, but... Can I, I mean, if it tops that one. I don't, I don't know how you're going to top that. <laughs> okay. I worked overseas from the U.S. in a store in the Marshall Islands. So the Marshall Islands are like Pacific, kind of mm-hmm. uh, South Pacific. Mm-hmm. Think World War II. Okay. In the, uh, worked in the Marshall in a store. Worked in the Marshall Islands in a store for four years in the earlyish two thousands. It was definitely haunted. <laughs> I used to stay at work late by myself to use the internet because home internet was like three hundred fifty dollars a month. Wow, for dial up speed at the time. There was a double automatic door that was open during the day for customer traffic. It had a powered steel shutter that would cover it outside. Out, that would cover it outside of business hours. And a, and a man door next to that that myself and one other person 
on the island. Excuse me. <laughs> one other person on the island had a key to that was used to open close the store. I'd be there using the internet in the evening, but I'd go out from time to time to smoke while I was there. Often I would find empty boxes blocking the man door. I didn't think much of it, but I kept yelling at the employees to stop leaving them there. They denied they did it. I just thought they were being honest about it. I just thought they weren't being honest about it. It would not be the first time an employee lied to me to avoid getting in trouble. One night, I was there doing my internet thing. I went outside several times to smoke as per usual. About the fourth or fifth time I went out, there there was an American flag that we put outside during the day blocking the path that I had previously walked through several times. It was laid across two counters like it was purposely placed there. Not like it had somehow fallen over. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which would have been impossible anyways. I went outside and asked our security guard if the manager had come in. He's the only person with a key besides myself on the island. He swore up and down that the manager had not. I also knew the manager was at the airport bar drinking with his friend <laughs> that was taking off. <laughs> Needless to say, it dawned on me in that moment that the employees weren't lying to me about the boxes. There was a ghost in the store. I stopped staying there to use internet after that. Gets better. A year or two later, I was having a couple beers at the resort across the street with a coworker before heading to the manager's child's first birthday party. In that country, a first birthday party is the biggest, most important day of that person's life. Wow. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Probably don't remember it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's sad. It's like everyone's 21st. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bigger than weddings, it says. Oh, my gosh. It has to do with the mortality rate of babies being so high in the past so that when a baby uh, makes it to one year, it's a huge deal. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, thanks for explaining. Yeah. I mention it because the manager... Only one other... Because the manager was only, the only other person with a key would never leave that event for any reason. Anyways, my coworker and I decided to head to the party. We walked to the store and get our cars and head there. I decided to use the bathroom real quick in the store before we left. I asked my friend if he wanted to use it. He declined. I walked into the store in pitch black and made my way through the counters that were about two feet apart to the bathroom without being able to see and using only my knowledge of the layout. I went into the restroom and started to pee. While I was urinating, I heard a weird clang, clang, clangy, clangity, <laughs> clang. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, that's what it says. I mean... <laughs> that lasted a few seconds. <laughs> I had Reddit is unmatched. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> I had no idea what it was, but thought maybe my friend had changed his mind and was trying the doorknob. I finished my business and walked back. I'm sorry. It's so detailed. <laughs> I finished so my good. business. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. okay. Oh man. Okay. Finished my business. Okay. I finished my business and walked back towards the door. I walked in the exact same, the exact same two-foot path 
that I walked in on still in the pitch black. When I got about six feet from the door, I ran smack into a bar stool directly in the center of my path. We kept a couple bar stools for customers to sit on at the service counter. This stool had moved about 10 feet by itself in the one to two minutes I was in the bathroom. I also immediately realized the clanging sound I heard while peeing was the bar stool bouncing, sliding across the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Clangity clang. (laughs) All the hair on my body stood on end and my adrenaline shot through the roof. I was out of there in a second. I ran out, completely freaked out. Told my friend and our security guard about it. Again, asking if the manager had come in for some reason, even though I already knew the answer was no. It was believed by many of the employees that the store was haunted, even though I was, even before I was on the island. One big, tough island bra, in particular, would not go into our upstairs warehouse by himself. He claimed to have seen a woman ghost that was wrapped in a black, undulating mass. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, I, for, I, for one, believe him after what happened to me. The Marshall Islands is a very tiny landmass, but it has a history. The Japanese were particularly brutal to the locals during World War II. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a connection. Wow. Two that, just awesome stories. Two great stories. So descriptive and incredible sound effects. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Reddit never fails. We should do this more often. We should. And they're like, they're really funny. They are. They're always good. It's just people talking. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) We got two short ones here. Cool. I was in Edinburgh, Scotland with my husband. We went on a ghost tour of one of the oldest cemeteries in the Edinburgh city limits. We arrived back at the hotel and were watching TV. I noticed my husband had had fell asleep. He yells out, don't hit me like that. What are you doing? Considering I was in an extra bed and nowhere close to him, what are you talking about? He said he was sleeping and something punched him in the head hard. Sure enough, there was a, wet, uh, there was a red spot starting to swell above his right eye. Woo! Oh, no. That's not great. Uh-uh. That is not great. Yeah, the only the, I w- I would love to do a ghost tour. Only thing I'm scared about are stories like that. Yeah, because things. The theory is things attach to you. Yeah. and they follow you home. Yeah, and like, like I'm good. Yeah, like. I'm more of the history. I like the history. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to do the to do the ghost thing. I mean. I, I, I believe enough in the spiritual world, and I'm, I think you do as well, to know yeah. that, like, things, things are waiting. Right. Like, there's good, bad, evil. You know, there's, there's things that are out there that yeah. are not good, so. Whatever people want to call it. Yeah, whatever you want to call it's it. It's there. It's there, yep. Okay, this person says um, she was in Italy. The entrance of an ancient fort standing directly above a large grate. Chilling air swirling upwards from the depths. Then, all at once, panic. This is very, um, novelish. Oh, really? Images and feelings overwhelmed me. (laughs) I felt nauseous and lightheaded. 
Once I understood, I was horrified. Oh my gosh. I was standing directly above an albelay. Don't know what that is. Mm-mm. The images of a young man falling. The sound of his bones branky, breaking on the way down. <laughs> Sickening. I'm reading oh this gosh. as is. His devastation, pain, and sadness palatable. I had to leave. I was traveling with my son at the time, similar age and likeness to the tragic young man. It's too much. <laughs> like. So that's the other side of Reddit. <laughs> you get <laughs> stories like that. Wow. Um, sounds like she was, I don't know, somehow in touch with the location. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay. Um. I might have another one. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, so this one, the guy says that he could probably be po- putting it on another thread, but he decided to put it on the time slip. So. Okay. Um, he said. He said it doesn't. This story doesn't have like a haunted vibe to him, uh, but it was just he said like really strange. So, um, it occurred in '09 or. 2010, and at that time I was living in a small house in the oldest neighborhood in our town. All late 1800s turn of the century type charm homes. Forgive the wordiness, but I feel it's necessary to include a little detail about my street for frame of reference. Great. But I feel it's, uh, oh, my house had two houses from the corner and directly across the street from a small park. Right across the park from us sat my youngest son's best friend's house. It was a cute little place for a single mother with two boys. And I never had any problems there. Um, even though it was one of those neighborhoods where one block is cute as a button and the next can be a slum. So I'd say it's about 10 o'clock on a weeknight. I'm just coming home with my sons in the back seat, roughly 12 and 7 at the time. And we're approaching the corner just ahead of my house. The intersection's a four-way stop with the park to my left and my, two, and my house, two houses up on the right. As I pull up to the stop sign, we see a figure standing on the corner on the park side. He has his back to us, and he appears to be an old man. He's hunched over, so we can't see his head, but he's frail and thin in body and wearing what looked to be tan slacks pulled way up, old man style, and a short sleeve white button-down shirt tucked in. Okay. Now, mind you, my headlights are shining on him, and there is also a streetlight on the opposite corner, so we can see him clear as day. It's a solid figure, and there's no mistaking that it is a man. I'm sitting at the stop sign and we're watching him for maybe two or three minutes because I don't want to move because he's, because he's just so damn unsettling. I don't want to go up to the house in case he follows us as I am defenseless, so we just sit there at the intersection watching him. It's not so much there is a man standing on the corner that's disturbing me. It's the way he's moving. He's just sort of shuddering, but in a real herky-jerky sort of way. Sort of like when your cable or satellite starts to glitch and pixelate. I'm wondering if it's just me seeing this until my 12-year-old whispers, what the hell? (laughs) And I look back, and the boys are slack-jawed trying to figure this thing out. So then I think I'm just being stupid. And it's probably just some poor old man that has dementia and wandered away. And maybe he has Parkinson's, tremors, or something. And as I'm about to tell the boys I'm going to let them in the house and go back to see if he needs help, he turns around. And here's where I do my best to describe to you what I saw because this shit is about as indescribable as it gets. It is in fact not an old man. He turns around quickly, faster than I can register, 
but still kind of in a stunned manner. I know that probably doesn't make much sense. He has a full head of reddish brown hair parted in the middle. He's thin and he is in fact wearing slacks pulled all the way up and a button down shirt. Much like the stereotypical image of a nerd, minus the pocket protector. Like I said, he isn't old, but I can't say how I know this because it's like his face isn't finished. Ooh. He looks Ooh. right at us, but with indiscernible eyes. I think the best way to describe it is, it's like if someone painted his face in watercolor and then smeared it down and at an angle, but I can still make out some expression of shock or surprise on that face. The boys and I all scream and jump back in our seats, and then he spins back around again in that jerky, stunted way and takes off in a sprint. <gasps> faster than I've ever seen anyone move away from us. And as he's running, he begins to sort of, I don't know, dematerialize. From the feet up, he just sort of ceases to exist. And then he's gone. Like I said, we were looking at full and very solid form. And he just sort of blinked out. Can anyone tell me if they have any idea what the fuck was that? God damn. Wow. That's freaky. That is that is actually scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like he. Yeah, I mean, I mean that is that is the definition of a time slip. Yeah. But yeah, it's like he was somewhere else, but also here. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wasn't all here. Yeah. Man, that's freaky. That is. Uh, wow. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, that, that is very, that is very strange. Yeah. Um, the weirdest part is the, yeah, it's like he wasn't finished. Right. Well, this, this lady commented and said she was, she was like a dishwasher at a restaurant and she had like, people had said that they see this man. That's just like weird. But then she's saying like, she had never seen him, but once she like heard enough stories about it. She saw a pair of just legs walking down the stairs. Have you heard that one? Uh, no. Mysteri- Mysterious Universe was just doing a story about these weird encounters where people just see, like, half a body. Oh, yeah? Or, like, an arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I mean, look, <laughs> I guess if you believe ghosts are, like, leftover energy... Uh-huh. From this, uh, whatever you want to call it, this plane. Yep. Then, like, I guess time slips could be the same thing, but just you're like stepping out of that time. I don't know if that makes sense. Because I guess ghosts are the same thing. Like, it, ghosts could be leftover energy. So, yeah. like, if someone had lived in a house and they were. They had, like, I don't know, some sort of traumatic event. Oh. That event is imprinted on that location. Yeah, you're saying, and, like, for someone to appear like that, whether it's, uh, like, just leftover energy or, like, actually someone. Yes. Slipping yes. in time. Exactly. Yep. Or it, sure. could be, it could be the same thing. Oh. Like, maybe that, is that what? dude that running away, maybe at that location, he had actually done that action, and it was a ghost. Whoa. And those people just happened to be in that spot at the right time to where uh-huh. he looked back. But it's like he's not actually looking at, at them. them. 
it's just a replay of something. Because they sat there for a while. Exactly. So It's like a replay of something that yep. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. I know. It's kind of weird. Complicated. It's kind of complicated. Yeah, I do too. This, this whole episode has given me unexpected chills. This is honestly great buffet. Yeah, great buffet. <laughs> five out of five. Yeah. Five star. Yep. Okay. Um, we'll do a couple uh, cryptid encounters and then, uh, then awesome. wrap it up. Okay says, I was 16 in northern Florida. My grandpa lived on roughly three acres surrounded by thick forest. His trailer was in the middle. I snuck out one night to have a cigarette. I'm sitting on the stairs, and I hear bipedal walking out of the tree line. Granted, there's hunters that use the woods, but this is 10 p.m. All of a sudden, all the frogs and crickets went quiet. I heard something clear the brush... Standing on the edge of the forest, I could make out a humanoid, I want to say, eight feet tall. I could see the silhouette, two eyes illuminated by a streetlight nearby. I froze, went into a flight or fight response. Slowly, I got up, tossed my cigarette. It watched me the whole time. I grabbed the doorknob behind me, never turning away, and backed into the trailer. Locked the doors and shut the blinds. One of the most terrifying moments of my life. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah, that's um, that's sketchy. Mm-hmm. I would say most of the time, like stories that I've heard that like whatever it is won't come into right. a house. It's like you have to be in their yeah. area. Yeah. Um, so. Agreed. Okay. When I was a teenager, I was working at a summer camp in northern Florida, close to the Apalachicola National Forest. I was a counselor and lived there many summers in a row, and so I was familiar with the layout. One day, I was going from the boys' side of the camp to the main side of the camp where the dining hall was located. I decided to take a shortcut through the swamp that also involved crossing a log bridge. While I was on the log bridge, I looked down the creek I was crossing and witnessed the largest otter I have ever seen. The beast was sitting on its ass (laughs) at the water's edge. It was as tall as me at about five foot. I was amazed and just stared the wow. thing for a couple of minutes until it noticed me and started watching me. I realized then that a big otter could be dangerous since they moved fast and had very sharp teeth, so I went on my way, leaving it alone. I thought it was impossible for an otter to be that big until I saw a documentary about giant river otters on the Amazon. This looked exactly what I saw. No. Have you seen these? Yeah, they're huge. They're huge. Um, Giant river otter. I guess I've never seen an otter, so. Yeah, look up that picture. Okay. Um, On the Amazon? Oh. Ugh. <laughs> they're big. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're That's mad. disgusting. Yeah, the Amazon has some ridiculous, like wildlife, like the uh, arapaima 
huge, huge fish. Yes, like six feet, seven feet long. Jeremy Wade. Jeremy Wade has an episode about the Arapaima. I love that guy. So good. Arap. Oh, here we go. Okay, this this one goes. Um, I was a child in a small Mississippi town. I was about 10 years old, sitting on the front porch of my grandmother's house. I don't remember it being cold, and I don't know what time of year it was. But it was about, well, there's only a small amount of time that it's cold in Mississippi. So. Right, I'm glad he really <laughs> narrowed it down for us. Yeah. Um, but it was about 9 p.m. when I noticed some movement to my left above the streetlights moving through the air around 75 yards away. It was white and appeared to glow. There appeared to be a body with wings, but no apparent head. I mean, you could not visibly see the eyes or the face, just a body and wings. It did appear to have wings. I would have thought it was an owl, except it was too large and seemed glowing from within. It glided until it, almost, until it got almost directly in front of me, about 30 yards away, then it shot straight up and out of sight. It was white and appeared to glow. There appeared to be a body with wings, but no apparent head. Oh, I think that was just repeated. Okay. They said it twice. Oh. So, yeah, just, I guess. That was it? Yeah, that's all. Oh. Kind of strange. No head? No, well, none that they could see, but it was glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sound like anything? Not, not a flying creature. I mean, other animals have, like, bioluminescence. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do one more here. Um, we'll go with a Bigfoot one. Oh, yeah. A lot of Florida encounters. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Do, do, do. Florida's a wild place. Yes, yes it is. Wild place. It says, um, 1992, I was driving to work with my wife. She would take the car once I got to work in Poinciana, Florida. It was around 6.30 in the morning. On the left, about 100 feet from the road, was the woods. Those woods extended for miles. On the right, about 50 feet from the road, was also wooded, but those woods only extended about half a mile. From the left, a bipedal hair-covered creature came out of the woods. It loped across the road and went directly into the woods on the right without missing a beat. It was about seven feet tall, dark hair. There weren't any cars on the road nor any people except for the few cars that were driving down the two-lane road. Mm -hmm. My wife and I were like, what the fuck was that? We were truly shaken. Nobody can tell me that that Bigfoot doesn't exist because I've seen one with my own eyes. Wow. A true believer. Honestly. God bless. God bless. Um, I mean, look, we really don't know what's in the woods. No. Like, none of us live in the woods anymore. Not Mm -hmm. enough people live in the woods anymore. Yeah. Um... More and more I hear about Bigfoot encounters or dogman encounters. It's like, we really don't know what the fuck is out there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think people get frustrated with that because they're like, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, and like enough people see him. Yeah. Where you're like, how do you not Even know? Even if people are lying, there's enough people where not everybody could possibly be yeah. lying. That's, that's the thing that after you hear enough stories you come to, it's like not enough people, everybody would have to be lying. Yeah, and you know that they're at, like, they actually, for the most part, probably did see something. Yes. That looked like that. Yes. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm so. a, I, I love a Bigfoot. I've been a believer since I was, like, 12. Yeah. I've never experienced one. But I'll tell you what. Those people talking about it are, like, they've seen some shit. People that... Especially if you can find a, a, a clip of someone... <clears throat> In an interview or if they're like if you're lucky enough to go to a conference and see someone talk about their mm-hmm. encounter in person, mm-hmm. you you can tell when people are embellishing. Yeah. Or usually people that go to conferences are not gonna be like people who are embellishing. Mm-hmm. Like usually it's people who have had like like I've mentioned my dogman conference yeah. that I went to, the dude talking there. 100% believe that dude saw something in yeah. the woods. Because yep. he was too emotional not to. And no one... 99% of the population doesn't have the capability to, you know, make up stories and lie like that. At yeah. least for a long period of time. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's there's something, something out there. I don't know what it is. Don't know where it came from. But, yeah. It's out there. It's out there. Okay, that was a good episode. That was great. Yeah, good episode. Um, I know Aaron's got to run here, so we'll wrap it up. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at World We Live Pod. If you want to follow us on Facebook, follow at World We Live In Podcast. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, if you're on any of those, rate and review. Love to hear from you. If you don't like the show, don't rate and review. <laughs> At least we got one listen out of you. Yeah, we got a, we got one listen. <laughs> um, Aaron, anything from you? No. Okay. I'm good. Good stuff. Um, take it easy. Be safe. And we will catch you next time. Peace.